morning. Welcome to the Market in Minutes podcast. My name is Patrick Laffin, and today is Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. All right, so let's get started by taking a look back at performance from yesterday. The NASDAQ finished down 1.04%. The S&P 500 finished down 0.75%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average finished down 0.32%. And lastly, the Russell 2000 ended the day down 0.35%. In terms of sector performance, the best performing sectors yesterday were industrials and consumer staples. Industrials finished up 0.33%, followed by consumer staples, which ended the day up 0.29%. The worst performing sectors yesterday were energy and technology. Energy finished down 2.06%, followed by technology, which ended the day down 1.56%. The market finished lower yesterday, as comments from the CEO of one of the world's largest banks rattled stocks and led to a sell-off spearheaded by the mega cap and technology names. So let's start by talking about what was said and by whom, because with a lack of economic data being released yesterday and the treasury market being closed in observance of Columbus and Indigenous Peoples Day, These comments were the main drivers of performance and played a big part in affecting overall investor sentiment. Later yesterday morning, Jamie Dimon, CEO of JPMorgan Chase, said that a very, very serious combination of headwinds would likely push both the U.S. and global economy into a recession by the middle of next year. Now, the headwinds, according to Dimon, are the consequences of runaway inflation, interest rates rising faster than planned, the unknown impacts of quantitative easing, and Russia's involvement in Ukraine. But perhaps the most alarming part of his statements was that he said that he believes the upcoming recession could cause the S&P 500 to easily fall another 20%. And it was really that part of his comments that struck a nerve with investors, as there has obviously been growing concern about the likelihood and severity of an economic recession resulting from central banks around the world attempting to tame inflation. And while there has been plenty of talk and opinions on the likelihood of a recession, Diamond was the first major financial figure to talk about the severity and to put a number on it. So these comments undoubtedly affected performance and disposition yesterday and added to the overall feeling of uncertainty that has haunted the market for much of the year. And following these comments, we saw the market sell off pretty sharp, led by the mega cap growth and technology names, who trended lower for the majority of the afternoon. Microsoft finished down over 2%, while both Google and Amazon finished down close to 1%. Further affecting the technology sector specifically was weakness in the semiconductor space, as the subsector was down over 3.4% and touched a two-year low. After not only dealing with a revenue warning from AMD, one of the biggest players in the space, but also on news that the Biden administration will enact export controls on semiconductors to China to degrade the country's ability to develop advanced military systems. So not a good day for semiconductors, but really the weaknesses seen in both the mega caps and across the technology sector only served to further taint overall disposition and sentiment. It also seemed that investors were acting fairly cautious as there was less overall trading volume yesterday ahead of a busy week with some key earning and inflation reports coming out towards the end of the week that will shed new light on the U.S. economy. It wasn't all doom and gloom, though, as there were a couple of minor bright spots, as industrials, 
consumer staples, materials, and utilities all finished in the green. And although the gains in those spaces were limited to 0.33% or lower, they were gains nonetheless. But all in all, it was a tough day for the market, where we saw the NASDAQ close at a two-year low. Hopefully, stocks can bounce back today, but as always, time will have to tell. Regardless of what does happen, though, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Moving on to headlines. Yesterday, multiple missiles hit the center of Ukraine's capital, Kyiv, with initial reports of at least 10 dead and 60 injured, according to the city's emergency services. Now, several other cities in the country's south and west regions were also hit by Russian missile strikes, and the full number of casualties is not yet clear. Russian President Vladimir Putin stated that he ordered the long-range missile strikes on Ukrainian cities in retaliation to the weekend attack on Russia's Kursk Bridge, a crucial link between Russia and the Crimean Peninsula. Now, Putin has called a meeting of his National Security Council and has labeled the Kerch Bridge explosion as a terrorist strike orchestrated by Ukraine. Meanwhile, Ukraine has not claimed responsibility for the explosion, so an already tense situation just got escalated. Elsewhere, enjoy the calm before the storm because earnings season is about to kick off this week with some of the nation's largest banks and asset managers set to report. JP Morgan Chase, Citibank, Wells Fargo, and Morgan Stanley will all report Q3 numbers this week. Now, if you remember all the way back to last quarter's earnings, both regional and big banks were concerned about how the potential for higher rates would affect their business. And in this last quarter, we saw rates skyrocket. Now, high rates are good for banks in one way as banks earn higher returns off customers' idle cash and loans. But it's a double-edged sword, because higher rates also discourage borrowing, spending, and investing. Now, analysts expect banks will, once again, report lower earnings than last year, as the IPO and merger boom of 2021 is over, so lower deal-making revenues are expected. But it'll be very interesting and telling to see what these companies report. And lastly, according to a new study published yesterday by LendingTree, it's getting harder for Americans to pay for basic necessities with prices rising across the board. And despite the fairly obvious conclusion of the study, the report was concerning nonetheless. And here are some of the key takeaways. 32% of people have paid a bill late in the last six months, and 61% of them said it's because they did not have the money on hand to do so. In addition, over 40% of respondents said they are less able to afford their bills compared with one year ago. Now, to avoid this, financial planning experts quoted in a summary of the report on CNBC stated that individuals should now have an emergency fund with at least 12 months worth of living expenses set aside, which is great in theory, but likely hard for the many people struggling out there. So concerning findings there. And we'll end today, as we always do, by taking a look back at some famous historic events from October 11th of the past. Now, October 11th is a very slow day in history, but there is one famous birthday. So really, the only notable historic event was that in 1901, President Theodore Roosevelt officially changed the name of the president's residence to the White House. Prior to that, it was known as the Executive Mansion. But more importantly, I mentioned a famous birthday. It is my father's birthday, so happy birthday, Dad. But with that, I hope everyone has a great day. I am Patrick Laffin, and this is the Marketing Minutes Podcast.
Please note the content of this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a recommendation of any specific investment product, strategy, or decision. It is not intended to suggest taking or refraining from any course of action. It is not intended to address the needs, circumstances, or investment objectives of any specific investor.